The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host, guest, random reptoid, or chupacabra may not necessarily reflect those of AM950 Radio, its affiliates, or its sponsors. Now, it's time to step into the unknown. There are things people experience but never talk about. A shadow moving in the corner, flickering of the lights, a disembodied voice. We invite you to talk with us, share your story, share your experience, because this isn't just your story, this is our story. This is Ghost Box Radio with Greg Bakken. And this is Ghost Box Radio on AM 950, where every night we talk about the paranormal, ufology, Bigfoot, and so much more. My name is Greg Bakken. Thank you very much for joining me this Monday after Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had a wonderful holiday, uh, however you celebrated it. Uh, I had a great weekend. I, you know, I mean, you didn't ask, but I'm going to tell you anyway. I had a great weekend, and it was... uh, it was really nice. I actually, uh, uh, as, as someone who is listening right now, I know, uh, I got to meet some people I never met before over Thanksgiving, uh, some uh, some uh, family members and whatnot. And it's an area, it's something I haven't done before. And it was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. It was really cool meeting new people. And uh, it was it was a it was a good, good weekend. And uh, I, I enjoyed it uh, quite a bit. Uh, so I hope everybody had Something fun. I haven't been in the studios since Tuesday. We pre-recorded Wednesday and Thursday show, and I'm kind of like, how do I get in here? You know, I kind of forgot just about everything. Uh, it doesn't take long, sadly. But uh, it's you know, we're I think we're back up and running. I mean, maybe we're on the air. I don't even know anymore, quite frankly. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's good to be back, and uh, we we got a big week. We're going to talk about that in a second, but we're going to start it off with uh, I think a pretty incredible story. Uh, there's a lot of th- lot of pieces to this, and we're going to kind of get going on it here uh, right away because there is a lot to get through tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking with uh, Cindy Sauer, and uh, she did the book. She wrote the book, The Exorcism of Cindy Sauer, and uh, there's a story. I mean, obviously there's a story within the book, but there's a story beyond uh, why we can't uh, get the book at the moment. Uh, there's a lot of things to talk about here. And, uh, you know, once again, folks, uh, if you are listening, uh, feel free to put in the comments any questions that you have, anything that you'd like to say, uh, and we will we will address those as well. But I'd like to uh, welcome Cindy to Ghost Box Radio. How are you today? Good, Greg. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you very much for joining me. And I thank you for joining me much earlier as well, I must say. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I'm... I'm <laughs> I was ready. I was excited. Yeah, I, I mean, you were. Do you, do you mind if I tell the story real fast? No, great. Uh, you're like, this is amazing. Because we, because I, did you get the times wrong? I did. Okay. I mean, clearly you did. But I mean, I just want to make sure that. <laughs> I was just ready to go, you know? Well, you know, I mean, it's, it's you know, it's, it's a big deal being on this show, isn't it? That you just, you know, get there. Huge. Yeah, Huge. You, yeah, yeah, exactly. You you get here about, you know, four hours early. And, yeah. uh, you know, I I, you know, I get this message from Cindy. I'm in StreamYard. Oh, uh, am I like your most enthusiastic guest? Yeah, like, I, mean, right? I mean, normally I have to track them down. Like, well, are you, you going to show up tonight or not? So, uh, yeah, no, you, you are definitely, uh, you, you're all ready for this. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was, thank you for having me on, though. I really do appreciate it. Um, Ab- absolutely. Now, 
Uh, you know, I, do we start with what happened? Is that where you'd like to start? Yeah, you know, I think that's probably a good place to start at the beginning. Well, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, well, oh, geez. It was okay. I mean, if we just to to for a, the beginning of things, I think people should know that, yes, I have had an exorcism. Mm-hmm. Um, I have had a it, it was a sanctioned exorcism. And what does um, what does that mean? That means that it was approved. You know, they, they have oh. to go to do this. Um, it wasn't, you know, a, 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 a deliverance or anything like that. This was an actual you know, what people think of when you think of exorcism. So yes, that, that did happen. Got it. Um, I mean, and that's what the book is about. Uh, it was, I, the book covers a good bit, but there's so much more than the book. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm trying to get to. But in the beginning of the book starts at the beginning of, you know, when I was younger, um, obviously I've had paranormal experiences other than this. Um, and I've, been able to see things since I was little, um, very small. And, uh, I, I just grew up that way. So it wasn't anything strange to me and my family, it wasn't taboo. So, you know, spirits, ghosts and things I come from a native American background as well. Sure. Um, you know, all all those things are, are not foreign and, and it was kind of just how we grew up. But, you know, having said that, no matter how much you, delve into that no matter how much you um you think you know and how much you study and how much research you do uh there you don't know like you don't know and and i know a lot of people would argue with that and a lot of people would say you know well we've studied this or we know demons i'm a de- i'm a demonologist i'm you know i've done this for 20 years whatever but mm-hmm. i thought i was you know i thought i knew a little bit too and I thought that there were certain things that couldn't happen to me, to anybody. You know, I, I thought that if you didn't entertain the negative side of the paranormal, that it would not entertain you. Sure. And uh, that that is a uh, that is that is wrong. <laughs> That's just so wrong. And and uh, so so I mean, basically, it starts off with I mean, the idea of like you and I do find it funny in a sense that you say that people are like. Uh, you know, that they studied it like like you can't put, as you know, very well, you can't put any sort of, you know, boundaries, restrainers or anything around demons. No, you can't. They don't have people think that they have rules. And yes, to a certain extent, I guess they probably would. But those aren't rules. Those are limitations. Right. Only because of what the because of the being that they are. But as far as rules, I mean, yeah, um, not it. The experience that I had have had has broken a lot of rules uh, that people assume that we all thought, you know, common things that people think are true about the paranormal were wrong. Right. Uh, I, you know, people say if you're, if you're baptized, you're good. Uh, it doesn't matter. No, I don't, if you're, I, I don't care if you're an ordained priest. I don't care. I don't care. Um, the, the, I feel not even feel the purer that you are, the better. It's just that much more, it's about it's they're drawn to this because they're they want to destroy that. That's their goal. So, I mean, there are things you can do, I guess, but I don't know what the perfect recipe is. I don't know. I mean, you know? 
to, to me, and would you agree with this or disagree that, you know, I mean, regardless of religion, regardless of where you know, demons existed, yeah. religion or whatever, their, their sole purpose is chaos, right? Right. And it, it doesn't matter if you believe or don't believe either. Right. I, I, if, if you're an atheist, that does not stop them. They, they, are, they don't discriminate. Um, and again, there's so much more to it that we don't know. Uh, we just don't. We, we're operating in, on a human level with these things because that's all we know to do. But um, the, once you're connected in such a way, you, um, I guess you're more privy to uh, that, the way that they operate. I, it's hard to explain. It's really difficult to explain. Um, I will, I'll start off. I'll go ahead with really where it went bad. Um, I had a really bad time after my husband died. Uh, hmm. He committed suicide and that was rough. Sorry. Things were rough. And things after that got really rough. Um, it got pretty out of control pretty quickly and, you know, coming off of something so tragic and me and the kids in the house, the same house, uh, it was, um, we're already damaged. We're already hurting and things started to happen. And, and I guess the better part of you wants to think, okay, this person is here and they're, you know, they're here to say I'm okay. And especially with the way that he did, you know, pass away, that is that left a whole other it's a whole other component to grief mm-hmm. that you know a lot of people don't understand but it was really difficult and um it was small things at first uh just seeing things out of the corner of my eye um uh, things would touch me i think more significantly um there was a time when i really got grabbed really hard and I knew that something was wrong. I knew that it wasn't something good. I knew it wasn't my husband. Um, and things, things just, they spiraled. It, it took a, a maybe, it's not a long period of time, maybe five or six months before it really just went crazy. That's pretty quick. And And you said that, like, you could tell, I mean, obviously... You could tell if it's if it was your husband or not, like you said. But was it was it the degree of the like the touch, the grabbing, or was it even that plus something else that really started to get your attention? It was the manner that it happened, and the I guess the physical intent behind it. Mm-hmm. And that's the best way I can put it. It was not. It was not good physical intent. Um, and then once my daughter had seen my husband actually. Um, she was 13 at the time mm-hmm. and, uh, she had seen him out in the yard and she completely lost it. She was so upset. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend and I had to carry her in the house. It was just, it was oh. terrible. And she said that, you know, she saw him out there. She saw him out there and she said there was something wrong with him. You know, he was, he looked mad. And so I, I'm angry at this point. Like, I'm really angry at this point. You're, you're upsetting my child. No, it's, it's bad enough you've done what you did. And now you're hurting these children. And I was angry. So I'm going to be, be a mother. And I'm going to go out there and try to fix this. And I, when I went out by this tree where he, you know, he had, he had a shop out here. Um, there was just, it, it felt really heavy. 
heavy and I was angry. So I screamed and I yelled and I like, you can't do this in so many words. And I had something flew by my right ear. So it was so close. I heard it and it was, it was speeding. It was very fast, went by my ear and I turned and watched it hit the ground. And it was a, a lug nut from a tire. And then it just whizzed right by my head out in the yard, middle of the day. So I got, I got the message at that point. Okay. Something's really wrong. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, uh, yeah, that's something. And, and you are, I mean, not to put words in your mouth, correct me if I'm wrong. You're kind of at your weakest anyway at the moment. Right. right? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, You have three kids and yeah, it was rough, you know, a widow. It's very, it was hard. And so when that happens, there's, I have, have nothing I get. There's no recourse you can take. What do you do? Yeah. You don't, I mean, it, it was, it, I put it on the back burner because that's all I could do. You know, I had to, yeah. I had to do this and, um, things just got worse. Now, um, there is a person that came into the picture. Uh, that's that, that one's going to be tough. Um, the this person's in the book his name is jason um he came into the picture at that time and he was a former pastor um with the ag church and uh he was my friend for a while mm-hmm. uh and we were good friends um and he kind of you know he wanted more than that but i, I just wanted to be friends but for, we were for a long time and he was like okay when things started happening he saw them too you know, it was, it was a little bit different because somebody was like, okay, I do see things happening. So I was, I I took a little bit of comfort in the fact that I was believed. Yeah. And, um, I just kind of went about my business and hoping that it would get better. You know, that, that thing, it would just kind of drop off. Maybe it was this energy and all, I mean, after someone commits suicide in a home, I mean, obviously, you know, it, there are risks for, for things to be there. So I was thinking, you know, this is maybe what it was. Maybe it, it's just going to kind of die down and it will go away. And I was very wrong. It got worse. <laughs> oh yeah. It, it, it got worse. It, it got very worse. Cindy, <laughs> it, a lot worse. <laughs> Cindy, why don't we do this? Um, uh, I'd like, because I, I feel like we're going to get into that here. Why don't I go ahead, take our first break. Oh. Uh, that way we can uh, focus uh, more on uh, on what you're talking about. This is a very tough story to listen to. Yeah. I mean, you could tell it's very tough for you to to recall. Um, so let's uh, let's take a break. When we come mm-hmm. back, we're going to listen more to uh, Cindy Sauer. You're listening to Ghost Box Radio on AM 950. And welcome back to Ghost Box Radio and AM 950. My name is Greg Bakken. Uh, we are talking with uh, Cindy Sauer, and uh, uh, we are talking about uh, the events that are in a book. Uh, we're going to be talking about how you can get the book in probably the next segment. It's called The Exorcism of Cindy Sauer. And, uh, Cindy, I, I do have to ask you, um, are you doing all right over there? Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I know this is this is not – it's tough. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, you know, but the, even though it's not easy, I really feel like people need to know this. 
because this is not something that happens every day. And I just want people to be more aware of these things and there are risks, you know, that you can put yourself at. And, and I promise you, nobody wants to have to go through that. No. So where we left off, uh, uh, folks is that, uh, uh, Cindy's, uh, husband, uh, passed away, uh, and, uh, uh, things, things started to get aggressive, uh, with, uh, spirit, spirit energy, uh, where we left off talking about, uh, something being thrown at her outside after an appearance of her husband, uh, seen by her daughter, a lug nut was thrown at you, Cindy. Um, and, and I, I just, before we get on it at the time, did you think the appearance of your husband was really him? And now do you think, if you did, do you now think that was him or that was something else? Um, at the time, I did think it was him. I did. And I thought that he was very angry at me. Um, oh, okay. I'll, but that was not him. No. I that it wasn't him. Uh, yeah, at the time I did. And it was it was scary because if he's capable of doing that, and this is the man I was with for 18 years, you know? Yeah. If, doing that like what did I do you know what is he gonna do if he can um so yeah that was rough because when 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 we were married uh it was tough there was abuse you know he he was an alcoholic for a good long time so that was, it was hard so um you know you you have to go there your brain has to go there yeah that's gonna be the first thing you think so yeah at the time I did now no I know it wasn't him I, so, I, I get it yeah so, um, so what happened but, next Think that that other things were thrown. Those weren't the only things that were thrown. Um, there were a, there was a Bible that went across the room. It got destroyed. It just flew across the room. Pages everywhere. Um, things like that would happen. Um, my crucifix. This is so. It's so, so strange because it. Now looking back on it now, big picture is different. But when these small things happen, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're more tolerant to them. Um, I had a crucifix that broke. Um, it fell off the wall and I mean, I watched it fall and it broke at the wrists and at the ankles. And so Christ broke off that way. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. That was disturbing. Um, uh, crosses would be upside down. They really would. Things would move. Things would roll. Um, doors would open and close. It got, it just kept escalating. There was a time when all the cabinets in the kitchen would open at one time. Uh, they would open and slam. The dryer would open and slam. Um, that was the physical stuff that started to kind of, you know, it, it, it started to escalate that way. And that was, that was just not, not there yet. <laughs> we're not, we're not there yet. Um, this, this is like the infestation right, stage right. of the four stages right. of demonic, demonic possession. The, the thing is that, at these times I could hear these things speaking to me. Um, and you know, I, I just thought I'm stressed. Yeah. You know, I'm stressed. Sure. This thought, and I'm just stressed, but I did hear them and it was whispers. And, um, at that point, just these incessant whispers, um, when I would get really stressed out, especially. And, uh, you know, I, ju- I just didn't think much of it as far as it being something outside of me. Uh, um, I, and as far as 
being in the, I've been in the paranormal field, you know, been researching for a very long time and long before that. Mm -hmm. And I never, I, I never studied demons. I never studied demonology. I, I knew a little about it, but I was terrified of it. I, I, I didn't even want to give it any thought. So, you know, thinking that it could be that, I was like, there's, I, I didn't even entertain anything like that. Um, and it's surreal. So who, how are you going to, uh, it's hard to accept. So you, you can't, you can't just say, Hey, look, I think there are demons around. Let's do something. Right. It doesn't work right. that way. No, it doesn't work. That way. Because, um, because it has to, it has to play with your sanity a little bit. Right. A lot. And that's what these things do. That that's the bigger part. As much as you see that happens outwardly to a person who uh, is oppressed or possessed, the inward part, I promise you there is, there is a hundred times more going on inside than there is outside. Uh, absolutely. It, it's a very much a battle. Even that person may be sitting still, but inside it is not still. These things are, are just, they're relentless and they will attack you in here as much as they do outside. So, and I think that's a, a, something that people really don't know. Um, that it's not a constant state of, you know, you're not laying in a bed and puking and you know all that. Right. Um, you know, you're functional. There are many moments when you're functional, but um, it's more terrifying because you don't know when you're not going to be. You don't know when they're going to do this again, you know? Um, so that the waiting game is a tough game. Um, and it, it's that, that really messes with your head too. That, that, that I, and I think that's probably part of the plan. You know, everything right. that they do is systematically used to break you down. Well, and isn't it true? I mean, that the, when, when you're in these situations, when you're under possession, that the purpose is to isolate you from others, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And they're good at that. They're, yeah, yeah. they're good. People don't want to be around you when you're like that. No. Who wants to be around that? <laughs> you know, um, a few people, very few people um, were by my side at that time. Uh, even after my husband died, that, that really turned a lot of people off and they just kind of disappeared. So it was rough. It was a lonely time. Um, there, there was a particular incident though. Uh, we, I went to do some investigating mm -hmm. in a place that I really wanted to go to for a while. And that, that's when I had my first real physical attack. And I, I call these attacks. They're not something attacking me. It's when they get inside of me and they take control. And that was the first time it happened. And uh, that one, I mean, it, it was, it was, it was scary. It's, it was confusing. And to be split is weird when you, when you're not in control of yourself, yeah. but you can see, you know, I think people may think you don't know what's happening, but you do. You're very aware, you're very awake, but there's just nothing you can do. There's just nothing you can do. And um, you may, it may be fuzzy at times where you can't remember some things, but you're very aware of what's going on as a whole. What, so, What would they do to you? What would they make you do? Um, They would talk. A lot of it was the talking and the talking was manipulation and you're going crazy. I'm not really here. You're, you're, you know, you're, um, you're imagining me, which that in itself is just crazy. 
but then once the uh, once it got so far and after a few attacks is when they would start to tell me you know you should take that knife over there and just go just stab it right in his back he won't feel it it'll be okay um or take that hammer and you know hit him over the head a few times um snap that person's neck like if i would get really upset and angry i just would like i I would it would start to turn into where they would just take over and i i I would really feel like i'm just gonna kill that person like i i i'm gonna do it like but not me yeah not me they just they they got so good at being in there and so good you know at at taking over that it wasn't to a point where they would physically and i want to I want to like rephrase that part of it because they don't take control of you and manipulate you the way that you are as a human because they can't, their movements, the way that they operate, they can't make our bodies do um, things themselves. They can, if they take over your, your mind, you know, if they oppress you, they can push you to do things. They can, um, coax you to doing things and, and, you know, like that influence you, but they can't physically take your body and, and take your hand and stab a knife. Yeah. Yeah. They could not do that, but they could very much try to get me to do it. Like push, they, they can push you to a point where you, you're right there. And uh, even to myself, uh, (laughs) I would be violent to me. I would, I would lose control and punch myself repeatedly and not feel it or scratch myself or pull out my hair or bite myself really hard and draw blood and keep biting. And just, and i never felt it when it happened. I was not in control when it happened, but it did happen. It had happened a couple of times. So how, how close were you to hurting somebody? Never. You, you were able to control that. Yeah, absolutely. I was never close to hurting anybody. Only myself. Thank- which is bad enough, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was, that was very bad, but no, they, they did not have that control. And, and having said that, I, my faith is strong. Um, I'm not your traditional Christian by any means, but yeah. my faith is strong. And, you know, there's a part of you that stays there that they can't control. And that part just gets deep inside, but that's, there's that part that they can't, they can't cross that. And, um, so, I mean, that in itself is, is, I mean, thank God for that. But, uh, no, I never came close to hurting anybody, even though they would push me in that direction. I never, never came close, never worried about it. I was never violent toward another person the whole time. So, uh, which is, which is great. Yeah. Um, it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Because I, I don't, there you know, it, there are things that you feel guilty over, you know, you carry a certain amount of guilt mm-hmm. for having to expose people to it. That's a big part of it. The guilt is, is a, that, that will definitely plague you if you let it. Um, because after all, it is your body. Where, yeah. where do you think these, I, how do you, was it more than one? Was it multiple? Uh... Ever one. Yeah, right. It's always, yeah. You're always, right. always many. Yeah, always. that's true. Yes, there were many, many, many. <laughs> Where, 
where do you think this started? I mean, do you think it started as simply you being at your weakest point? Did your husband have anything to do with it, being the type of person that he was or from childhood? What do you, what do you think? Honestly, I really feel like that it is it was a childhood event that just needed a catalyst. Um, okay. And, you know, we've so many people have asked me that, and I've actually – just discuss this with so many people with, with the, the priest, with, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, and that's the part that's confusing because there's, we don't really know for sure. We can't pinpoint it. And that makes it that much more difficult because, you know, how do you solve it? If you don't know what the origin is, like, where did it come from? And we've tried different approaches to, um, you know, to helping and taking care of it. Did you, uh, did you ever think, I mean, did you try or ever think of like any sort of uh, regression or anything like that? I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure everything I'm saying, you're just like, yeah, Greg, uh, do you think <laughs> yeah. we haven't tried? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's anything I haven't tried yet because um, I've been dealing with it for such a long time. Do you, do you think that they're hiding it purposely from you, in your mind? So, cause yeah. Be, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Um, just as much as if, if something's happening, let's just, for instance, say, um, you know, the priest is coming over for an exorcism. They're not going to tell me, Hey, I'm coming over at 12 for an exorcism. They're not going to tell me anything. Yeah. They might say he's, he needs to, he wants to come and just speak to you for a minute, which is how they did the first time. Um, because whatever I know, they will know. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I knew already, I knew what was going to happen. I already knew it. Um, and they, they had, they were going before the priest even got there. It was bad before that even happened. And they left me in the house by myself, which was not a good idea. Um, I don't know why they did that, but, um, the guy that was there, uh, that was helping me, um, went out to meet the team and they left me in the house. And at, by the time they got back in, I had, I was, I was going for the cutting board and I was going to cut my leg open. Um, I was being instructed to cut open my thigh and open it up <laughs> to see what was in it. You know, it was, it was just a, uh, a, a way of just making me crazy. And I started to really lose control physically, yeah. like hardcore lose control then by the time the priest got there i i was fully gone as far as i I was aware but um and i i had moments where i could come through but it was it was pretty bad at that point so how how because you're how many sessions did your exorcism take um well i've had two exorcisms okay yeah i've had two um and they were two separate ones. Uh, the first one, how many, Oh goodness. Well, um, I don't know how long it was. It was, it was quite a while. Um, and they had to repeat the right. I don't know. I know more than one time, but I'm not sure how many, um, they did record it, but I've never seen it. The recording is logged away. So I would prefer it be that way. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure because there are, like I said, there are, um, there are gaps and there are moments when um, I'm, I was not, you know, fully 
aware. I don't, and, and saying that I don't know the lapses because I can't remember. Right. So, I, and I've heard something people, some of the people who were there have told me some things like my eyes changed completely just to white. Um, I know I pushed a couch, uh, with just like my head, you know, on the, on the floor, like just pushed so hard. The couch like went, it, it went three or four feet, I think. Um, I know there were a lot of people holding me down and that it, you see, it's fuzzy, but I, I remember the, um, just the, the basic structure of, of the people in the room. That's all I can, um, that's the only way I can describe it because I'm, I'm not seeing them, but I'm feeling them. Got it. And, um, oh, it's so strange. It's, it's just such a, it's hard to convey. It's really hard to convey. And, (sighs) and and you're hoping that no one ever has to Uh, be able to feel it from, from your, uh, thing. Yeah. I, this, this is, I, I hate, doing this we're gonna have to take another break after i mean it seems so ridiculous after having this very strong topic to be like and we'll be right back i do i mean i'm sorry we have to we have to do it so uh and you know that i know i just feel really weird after a very heavy conversation why don't we do this um we're gonna talk more about cindy's exorcism we're gonna talk about her book we're heading into the last segment uh And we're going to continue this conversation about the exorcism of Cindy Sauer. You're listening to Ghost Box Radio on AM 950. And join us this week on Ghost Box Radio with Greg Bakken. Uh, We are going to have on tomorrow, we're going to be talking about legendary monsters. We're talking with Lyle Blackburn. I've been trying to get Lyle on the show for about eight years. So I think that it's high time that we get them on. Uh, Wednesday, we're going to be talking about Secrets of the, of the Asylum that airs on Fox Nation. We're going to have Scott Porter in for that. You might remember Scott from uh, the Tennessee Wraith Chasers back in the programs that they had done back in the day. Thursday, we're going to have the return of Moon Girl, Mistress of the Paranormal. She was on my first weeknight show, but we're going to be talking about Chinese face readings. And then Friday... It's the return of Casual Friday. And also we're going to have Joe Prozit stop by as well for a segment talking about the launch of his book series uh, and uh, uh, for order. Uh, but we have a very, uh, very serious uh, conversation going on right now. We have uh, Cindy Sauer on her book that she's written uh, that is not currently available but will be uh, The Exorcism of Cindy Sauer. We are going to be uh, talking about a lot of this, and and uh, got a comment for you, uh, Cindy. Uh, Joe says that uh, so much respect for Cindy, uh, more than a survivor, takes a very strong person to share this story. And as you know, as we can see, I mean, this isn't an easy story to tell at all. Um, and I appreciate you uh, talking with us about it because uh, I, I am not a demonologist, but I study it. And uh, so it's, you know, it's it's very interesting to see, you know, yeah what's going on. Um, I, so you're free of it. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. We hope. 
I mean, are you worried? I mean, I'll say it nicely. Are you worried talking about it? No, no. That doesn't that doesn't bother you at all. Bother me? No. Do you think that actually weakens them by exposing uh, them? Well, yes, <laughs> I do. I, feel, I it's it's me taking my power back too. Right, so. right. It's a it's a good thing, and I wouldn't do it if I felt like I I, I couldn't or you know that there was some kind of risk. So absolutely. Yeah. Now we have. We have roughly about 14, 15 minutes yeah. left, and I want to make sure that we're getting to everything mm-hmm. that you want to. Where do you want to go to next with this? Um, you know, the exorcism having been done. Yeah. Um, again, it was not the only one. Um, there was another. And after the second one, I'm just going to just go through that. Yeah. Uh, and the owl, there will be a book about that as well. But the second one was, it was uh, more intense. There was a, a different approach to it. Um, and uh, it went well for a good long time. And uh, then when I moved and I did end up, uh, you know, with this person, we didn't get married, but I did end up with this person. Mm-hmm. Um, and it fell into another abuse situation. And things started to kick up again. <laughs> um. And I ended up, uh, he died. Okay. So the, the man in the book, he, he died. Okay. Um, we did have a child, um, and he, he, he had died of a brain aneurysm. Um, but the, uh, the relationship was very, very bad. Um, and, uh, that is, yeah, I, I, that is, um, I think one of the reasons why the book uh, was taken out of circulation, there were some people that are not happy with it and there are people who do not want it circulated uh, and they, they're going to try to not have it circulated, but um, you know, I can do that myself. Are, are they people that are uh, connected to this guy or something else? Um, it's something else as well. It's this person the, there are people that a person connected with them, and then there are some other people as well who are not happy about it um, in a different and part of the paranormal field. Um, so I, I actually went to a convention at one time, a paranormal convention, and it went really bad. <laughs> it went really bad. Uh, I was in a, um, I, I was in the, uh, uh, they were interviewing us, and uh, I got an attack in front of like a hundred people, I think. And, uh, it was, it, it shut the whole thing down and everybody left. <laughs> so, um, yeah, people need, people think that they have, some people have it wrong. I just, it's, it's, it's really concerning as far as the field goes to see oh. people do things that they're doing. Um, it's a little bit, a little bit scary. <laughs> I'm scared for people. Are you scared of the fact that uh, people are creating their own narrative from your story? Um, no, no. What is it? What is it that you're afraid of? Um, I'm just afraid that they don't know what they're messing with. There I see. I see. Don't understand, and I I don't wish this on anybody. I don't. I, the likelihood is probably very slim, but any likelihood is is not good, and um. There have been so many people that have been affected by this, not just me. And there are, I mean, there are people who 
um, it's caused me a lot of damage. Yeah. There are a lot of people who I've lost over it. A lot of people who don't want anything to do with me, even family. Yeah. Um, so it, as far as isolating, that is, it, it becomes isolating because, you know, you can't tell people, how do you say it? Right. You know, how, how do you say this? How do you convey this to your family and have them believe you and then have them be supportive? And, you know, those three things just don't, they don't go together. No. And it's not only people, it was that family, it was friends. It was a lot of people. So, and it still happens. People don't know how to, um, they, they don't know how to respond to it. I mean, you know, what do you say? What, what I think is also scary in that, in that vein that we're talking about here is you, you have people who are in this field who mm-hmm. they may not be trying to do like reach out to demons or anything, but it's, and I'm sure this is what you mean too, is that they just feel like that they're invincible because they don't respect the power. I mean, you have to, there's, right. you have, there's some, there's, I mean, I don't mean that in a good way. You just have to know your, you know, if you're, if you're calling on something, I know people who tend to go under, they say they go under a trance. I don't even know if they really do or not. What is wrong with you? Why are you doing stuff like that? I don't know. I mean, it's ridiculous. And these people who, you know, these bigger names in the paranormal field who like to um, think that they're challenging demons. Yeah. Are going and everything's a demon everywhere they go. They've never actually experienced what a real demon is or what it does. They don't know or they <laughs> wouldn't be. And that makes me pretty angry. There are some people I'd like to like, I'd like to slap sideways, honestly, <laughs> who are big in the field um, because not only are they you know, they're doing things that are detrimental to themselves. They're also teaching people who watch them and actually think that they're great yep. to do silly things too. And that, that's just bad. <laughs> like the field has just turned to that and it, it's just not good. It, it's not. No, there's a lot of by example sort of things happening. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> yes. who's, who's your kitty? Who's your kitty? <laughs> this is Fudge. Oh, Fudge. Uh, we needed we needed fudge to make an appearance tonight we really did (laughs) what a cutie um yeah no i it's 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 it is ridiculous it is uh out of control i do think it's out of control but they don't care no one cares of course they don't well it'll bite them one day i hate it but it will yeah um well because it's anytime you i mean and that's you know do you think you've invited something in when this all started? No. So that's one of the norms that you had kind of right. alluded to. Right. No. Nope. I do not. It was, that was not the case, um, unfortunately. And he, here's the thing. These people that are devil worshipers and, you know, they're running around doing things in the name of Satan and mm-hmm. uh, worshiping him, that... This this is not their focus. That's not their focus. No. They do they they don't need to do anything to these people. No. Um, they are going to find the brightest light and they want to snuff it out, and that's what they try to do. Yeah. That's yeah. basically the. It, I mean, in in so many different ways, and like I said again, it's not just physical. It's every part of you. It's it's every part of you. It's your psyche. It's your soul. It's your physical body. It's everything. Now, it's all- 
Now we are we're coming up about six minutes left. Mm-hmm. Uh, what uh, what is what is happening with the book then? Okay, so the book was taken out of circulation a few years ago. Yeah. Um, uh, Dark Moon Press recently, um, and they did inform me that it was taken out of circulation. And I told them under uh, no circumstances would I have taken it out of circulation. Um, and I kind of had an idea of how that would have happened. And I don't really want to, you know, say anything. Sure. Nope, that's fine. Point. But it was, and I was not aware that for a few years now, it has not been able to be purchased. Um, so we're going to fix that. <laughs> We're in the works right now. We're fixing that. Um, and I am uh, purchasing a box of books. So um, if anybody would like a book at this point, all they would need to do is um, find me on Facebook. And it's Cynthia L. Sauer on Facebook right now. And after that, they just uh, DM me and we can get something going. So I, that's, I'm still working on kicking off um, an Instagram and everything again. So we're working on that. We're in the... We're in the infant stages right now, but we're getting there. I, I would definitely, even though my, my camera has stopped yeah. uh, <laughs> and it's just bad battery, um, I, I would definitely, I'm going to reach out to you about that. I'd, I'd like Absolutely. to, I really want to read that book. Okay, that's great. Um, anybody that, that needs, wants a copy and even wants to know more, ask me a question. It's okay. Uh, that I don't mind answering questions. I know people are curious and uh it might help people be a little more understanding too. So I'm open to questions, but again, there will be a part two um, and we're rolling with that. So I'll be ready for that one. Yeah, no, I mean, it's uh, pretty incredible. What, what, what would you recommend for anyone who, because I think part of what was going on here is that you're kind of doubting what was happening, right? right? Right. Look, don't, don't, Trust your gut on these things. Uh, and, and I'm not even I'm not even just saying, you know, as far as uh, demonic activity, but the paranormal field is is a strange thing. I mean, the, the, it sure that, is. Everything is strange. <laughs> it just is. And if something's going on that you're not sure about, if something is is bothering you or causing you any kind of distress at all, I don't it, even if it's a, a loved one, you really should address it. Don't don't put it on, on the back burner take these things seriously and the, not like TV seriously, not <laughs> right. Go seriously. Take them seriously as, as in, you know, on a spiritual level, you, you really have to don't it, just because it's not physical doesn't mean it's not real. What would you recommend someone does if they feel like that there is something very wrong going on with them? You need to find a very re- a good paranormal team. Do your research on that one. Find a good local team. If not, reach out to me. I'll help you find one. Yeah. I'll, I'll I'll look. I've got connections and places I can dig up, and I can try to help the best I can. Um, but uh, yeah, get help from a good team, and don't wait. Don't put it off. Are you Are you thinking team over like a demonologist or something? You know, I I'm not. I'm thinking a person who knows. A lot, but a lot of paranormal teams, they, they need to come in and document first. You know, I mean, you know yeah. how that is. Yeah. Documentation has to be there in order for it, um, you know, for the demonic activity be to be, you know, taken seriously. Um, it really does help. So, yeah, it, it, it should be a good team who knows what they're doing, obviously. And a demonologist absolutely would help. So, and I agree. 
And, and that's a hard one, isn't it? Because you yeah. said like finding a real a, a good one. Because it's I mean, hard. it is there hard. Are, there are hack teams out there. Anybody can put a team together and say, "Hey, we're a paranormal team," and they've been doing it for two days. You know, I mean, you really have to do your research. And a taps uh, a taps team is if you can find that. You know, a, a, a taps member team, and I did that. So sure. And that's the recommendation I can I can give you. And for people who don't know, TAPS team is a uh, ghost hunters uh, yeah. like Jason Haas, uh, yes. affiliate from them. Uh, yeah. yeah. And they have teams all over the world that are that they, you know, that are part of their group. And yeah. they're usually very good teams. So, yeah, we have one uh, in the Twin Cities here. So, yeah, that would be my recommendation. So, yeah, um, take it seriously. You- take all seriously. It really, really, it is, and uh, I mean, and and you know, one one last thing is before we start wrapping up. I mean, the one thing that is very important too is, you know, uh, the, what you had said about you know, you feel like it might people are very quick to say, oh, it's a demon, it's a demon. But to your point, you know, you'll know if it's something more than just some kind of spirit interference. Uh, you will know. Trust me, you will know. Uh, that's all I have to say. You will know if you say, "Is it a demon?" It's not. Right. Oh. That's a great. That's a great way of saying it. Actually, if you ha- if you even question it, yeah, then it's, it's not. not. Yeah, it is not. I've I've run into a couple cases. Uh, yes, and, and you got to be careful. That's for sure. Wow. Uh, Cindy Sauer. What a what a incredible conversation. Uh, I really would like to have you back on and talk more. Uh, you know, when you're ready or when you have something to talk about, yes. because this this is very informative and people need to hear this. Yeah, I agree. And thank you for having me on. Thank you very much. I would love to come back. Absolutely. Tomorrow we have Lyle Blackburn. Have a good night, everybody.